0: And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is coronavirus. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the web or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. Also, text text Murdy, M-U-R-D-Y, to 77222. That's Murdy, M-U-R-D-Y, to 77222 to be part of my special club where there's all sorts of cool exclusive things that we're doing there, and it's going to be really cool stuff. So check that out. Text Murdy, M-U-R-D-Y, to 77222. All right, so today we're talking about coronavirus, and I don't want to make fun or light of the very real panic and pandemic that is out there. Obviously, um, there have been people that have died from this and it's a, an incredibly dangerous illness and all of the other things that go along with that. And if you are part of the risk population, um, if I seem like I'm making light of it, trust me, I, I'm very seriously concerned about this for my personal family that are in the, the, the you know group of population that you know could fall ill and die. And so I'm not taking light in that regard. However, um, this is an unbelievable time for me And I just mean that in the most unbelievable way because what an adventure this last month has been, right? Like, I think if we just take one step back, right? Nobody likes panic and it's all scary and everything like that. But if we take a step back and we just describe the last month, well, this whole year, really, it's been just a spectacularly absurd, like... If you described this to a reality TV producer, he'd be like, nah, I think that's a little too far-fetched. So, I think that that's, like, the case here. Like, in the last 30 days, the best stock market in U.S. history just crashed by 30%. And that happened in a matter of, like, days. Just just, just cratered. And for no real reason, other than, obviously, the concern about people having to be quarantined. But we're not quite there yet. But we still are worried about it. But we're not sure how bad it could get. But we're still... Like, it's, it's just crazy. The... MLB, the NBA, the NHL, all of major sports franchises have closed their seasons indefinitely, right? Like this is this is crazy. Disney World is closed. I mean, that's you know it's serious when Disney World is closed, right? Like all the cruise liners are closed. It's it's crazy. This is an interesting time. Now, do I think that the dangers of the illness justify the level of panic that has ensued? No. I actually think everyone also agrees with me on that. The concern is, right, that this could get completely out of hand. However, that doesn't seem likely, particularly in light of the quarantine effects that we've been trying to put into place. I don't really want to talk much about the virus itself. I want to talk more about what we're doing here at the Murdy Creative Company to solve this problem because it is a genuine problem, um, you know, and not the the illness. That's a relatively minor problem for us. But, like, what is happening around the illness is a much bigger problem, right? I want to talk about, you know, the effects Lee and I are taking as far as personally about quarantining and things like that because obviously we have James, even though it doesn't seem to affect young children at all, um, you know, and also the things we're doing to to survive because this is – Small businesses often are the first to die off in really sharp downturns. Now, we'll see exactly how long this lasts, right? For those of you who remember 2008 and go back and do the math, you can look at the numbers. The downturn, like, recovered very quickly. Like, the immediate, obviously, the long-term effects existed still. But, like, the the really serious nosedive bounced out really quickly. And, you know, so the question is, is, can we survive a serious downturn? And that's a great question, and I guess the answer is we'll see. But... The good news is this, I'm optimistic that we can use this as an opportunity, right? I think there's a lot of opportunities to be had. We have uh, an incredibly good group of people that are working here. We have very, very dedicated workers, many of whom have already mentioned to me that they're willing to like take a pay cut to, to help, you know, the company, which is incredibly generous of them and very, very, very encouraging for me as the owner. And obviously we're doing our absolute best to make sure that that doesn't have to happen. But so I'm just going to just give you guys a little bit of take, you know, give you a vision from my perspective. So here I am in my seat, right? The company has grown massively over the last two years. It's been an amazing opportunity, right? We've seen huge growth, but we've been very, very specific in that we have not really taken much outside capital, at least not unfunded capital, right? For example, the line of credit that the company has is entirely cash collateralized. What that means is we're borrowing money from ourselves, essentially, now that that's good, right? From a from a banking perspective, that's good. Part of the reason why we've done that is because any of the financing that we could have gotten was going to be unbelievably expensive, right? Like all of the loans from PayPal, from Square, from QuickBooks, from Amazon—they're all happy to lend money to to small businesses. However, they charge like it's worse than credit cards. Like they're charging like 25% in some cases APR, which is a lot of money to to think out. Now they'll like they'll loan it to you with no questions asked, right? It's Kind of concerning, but they'll give you the money, no questions asked, no per- personal guarantee, but it's an absurd rate. So we've really tried to avoid those loans as much as humanly possible because that's, it's like you end up working for them rather than, you know, for yourself if you take on too much of that debt. But with that in mind, you, we've, we've had to pump all of our profits into the company to just continue to grow it, right? If you grow, you have to buy more inventory, buy more machines. Hire more people. There's just things that cause that are expensive, right? So, we don't have some big pile of money laying around. In fact, the emergency reserves that we had stashed away over the last month and a half, two months, um, kind of all dried up within the last few days. Actually, the curse of the eleventh is strong. Uh, we've uh, we had. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, who haven't listened to the podcast, for whatever reason, the 11th of the month for us is always our worst day. Now, we don't do anything different that day. Nothing changes for us. It's the same ad buy. It's the same thing. It's, it's, And it's not every month, but it's consistent enough that it's the curse of the 11th. Uh, and it's very true. And the funny thing is, is our rent comes due on the 11th. This particular time around, we had a big uh, leather bill that came due on the 11th. And we had a variety of other things. I think it was like, it wasn't payday, but it was one of like, it was about payday. So we had a lot of things happen all at once. So... When it comes down to it, I think, you know, it's, it's, we, we kind of burned through a lot of our cash reserves that we had put there. And that's obviously a concern. Um, but now it's, we we have to be creative, right? Now we have to say, okay, well, we can't just rely on, you know, slowly burning. And, and the last three weeks have been very slow. And I don't know if that's related to the fact that the sale happened and suddenly people are like, well, we don't want to buy because there might be another sale, which is something I was concerned about in the first place. Um, or if it's a, a, well, I'm worried that coronavirus is going to get so bad that I can't afford anything. And so I'm saving all my money, which is very common or the market just tanked 30%. And so I'm not as rich as I used to be. All of these are very real concerns. I don't think that really any of them are going to be long-term problems. I think that all of those things kind of resolve themselves, but we've seen slow sales. So, you know, I think that this quarantine, which is, I think everyone agrees, the CDC, the WHO anybody, agrees that that quarantine seems to be the most effective solution to this problem. Now, arguably, quarantine is more possible now than it would have been even five or ten years ago, but it's also more difficult now than it would have been 20 or 30 years ago. And what I mean by that is because the the economies are so interconnected and the global economy is so built into itself, if you have to shut down parts of it for any sort of period of time, it actually has a huge ripple effect, and that's exactly what we're seeing in the market. Right, the fact that Disney World is closed and the cruise liners is closed is going to be a huge problem for the travel industry. Also, the fact that gas prices, the middle of the Middle East and Russia decided to go to, you know, in the middle of an economic trade war over oil prices, is going to really sharply affect things. Um, for the better or worse, we're not really 100 sure, but it's definitely not a good indicator for those who like to watch the stock market. It's good for the rest of us, right? Cheap gas is great. It's going to have a problem with the American fracking industry. So that's th- there's these ripple effects, as you can see throughout the economy. And so for us, the, tr- the question is going to be is, will the ripple effects of people being sent home to work from home have a long-term effect on spending, buying, and other things along the lines for us? I do think that this may be a good opportunity for us. This could be an awesome opportunity for us, depending on how it goes. Option A, you know, the biggest competitor, I should say, to the Murdy Creative Company is travel, concerts, restaurants. Because if you're spending your money on a plane ticket, if you're going to a concert, if you're spending your money eating out at a restaurant, well, you're not spending it on books and journals, right? Like there's, there's a genuine cost. Things that, like I don't think, I don't consider other leather goods our major competitors we're pretty much the top of the market. Like we make, I mean, you know, pat myself on the back here, but we make one of the best products out there for leather. So from a competitive standpoint, we're doing better than our competitors because we also make it for about or cheaper than most of our competitors for a better product. So that isn't really our competition. Our competition is all of the other things that you could spend your money on other than us. And that's where I think there's a, is an opportunity here because at some level with travel being shut down, with concerts being shut down, with people not wanting to go out to eat, they're gonna stay home. And probably scroll on their phone. And so this provides an opportunity for us to really capture a lot of those those people. So the first thing I did was ramped up, I doubled our ad buy, and I ramped up a variety of new types of ads. So now we're not just advertising go to profile, which was a big part of our 100,000k strategy that we hit. Um, but now we're also advertising just go to website. And it's a shift from our, our previous policy, but we'll see how it works, right? We're going to try to get people to convert for a change rather than just following us, which I think will be, you know, hopefully we'll see how it works, right? It may have been a better plan before, but who knows? So we're going to be pushing on our advertisements to try to get people to convert better. We're also going to be working on spending a little bit more money quickly, I should say, on ramping up and bringing new products to the market, right? To try to get people excited and engaged and say, you know what, I can spend money on that rather than saying, oh, I should hoard my money because I'm worried about things. So I think if we can try those different things that may help us grow. Now the downside of this and the the, the hard part of this is that we have we have to generate sales, right we, we have to have cash flow because if you're doing something like we're doing where you're doing a big ad push and you're doing a quick ad buy and it doesn't work, we don't have you know we don't have 10, dollars just sitting in the bank for us to spend money on stuff, right? We don't have a lot of reserves. So it's got to work. That being said, it could work really well and that's that's an opportunity for us. One of the big pushes that we were going to try to do this summer, and I think we still might do it, is, um, was a catalog, and part of that was to try to advertise our accessories lines to companies as things they could give away at their marketing events. That 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 has to probably be put on hold, because I don't know if that's going to actually happen, because a lot of the events are now canceled. So I'm, I'm trying to reformulate our strategy a little bit in regards to some of these things, but... Overall, our strategy is the same, make amazing quality products at a very good price and make sure that we can try to communicate that with our customers. And the good news is this. Now is the perfect time to journal. I actually wrote in my journal last night, just all about what was happening, right? Like the coronavirus panic, because I 100% guarantee that next year, 10 years, 15 years down the road, I'm going to be curious about what I actually thought about in the moment, right? I'm going to be curious about what did I think. And I know my kids are, because, like, for example, I've asked my dad, I talked about this on my Instagram yesterday, I asked my dad, what was it like to watch the Twin Towers fall, right? What was it like to watch the Berlin fall, the Berlin Wall fall? Or what was it like to live through Vietnam, right? I don't know anything about any of those times. And to be honest, the answers he gives are relatively, like, You can tell that he doesn't exactly remember what it was like to be in the moment. And I would give anything to have a journal my father kept during the Vietnam War era when he was a young man, right? He was in college around that time, right? I think he was born in, what, 59, 57? I'm going to get killed for this because he listens to the podcast. Sorry, Dad, I don't know your birthday. February 3rd, sometime in the late 50s, early 60s. So he would have been a young man in Vietnam. To get back to my point. Which means that he would have seen this. It would have been personal. He would have known people that have been going after the war. I mean, like this is this is the 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 world that he lived in. And I would kill to, to be able to read what he was thinking in that time, right? Because that's amazing history. So, you know, this is an opportunity, I think, for us to say, you know what? Write about this, right? Tell us, tell yourself, remember this, write this down, because this is gonna be important later for you to remember when Disney World closed, right? When March Madness was indefinitely postponed, right? This is a big deal. So I think that's going to be, you know, what we're trying to hammer on from a marketing perspective. I will say, and this is something that I, I think is good advice for any business owner and for any person, period. And it's keep calm and carry on. And for those of you who know your history, that particular slogan, that particular poster, the very famous poster, was developed in 1939 for the for London because the Nazis were bombing these in these midnight terror raids where they would drop bombs on the city. And it was designed to dis, dis, disrupt daily life like it didn't strategically provide a lot of like effect other than the incredible psychological warfare right it was very effective in that regard but the British in their beautiful stoicism came up with the idea that it's just keep calm and carry on and I think that is exactly the advice that everyone needs to just follow it's like relax the likelihood of you or someone you love getting sick and dying is incredibly low keep about your day use precaution Wash your hands. All of the good things that you should be doing anyway, right? Do all of those things. However, it's going to be over soon. That's the good news about this, right? I think the pandemic itself is going to burn itself out relatively quickly. I think in four months, coronavirus is going to be relatively gone. That being said, I could be wrong, but I probably not. And that means that in four months, everyone's going to go back to realizing, like, wait, everything's fine. Now some of the industries are going to be really hard hit. Travel is going to be hit hard, Con- you know, commercial, all those things, those are things that are going to be really hit hard. However, I do think that there are some businesses, e-commerce businesses particularly, who may do really well if people cannot panic and continue to spend their money. So, don't panic, spend your money and uh preferably on us and uh definitely feel free to uh to reach back out. I do know that this podcast was late. I am aware that it is Friday, not Thursday. I want you to know the real honest to God reason that it was this it was done on Friday rather than Thursday is that I forgot yesterday was Thursday until like like nine o'clock at night. Like, I'm like, wait a second, is today Thursday? And I'm like, oh, I didn't do the podcast. So I apologize that it's late, but here we are. So... Alright folks, thank you for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Tuesday for our next topic and uh, don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, your uh, folio journals, anything like that feel free to reach out to us and we will be happy to take care of it. Uh, If you have any contact, if you have any questions, you can also contact us on the website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram or Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. Twitter and... Snapchat are also really good ways to get a hold of me because I don't get very many messages from them, so I'm I'm it's a little easier to find messages in Twitter and Snapchat. So check me out there. If you think I deserve it, a good review can help the podcast go a long way, um, but also a good review on the product can go a long way. So go check that out on Facebook. MurdyCreative.co on Facebook. You can go on the left side. There is a reviews tab. You click on that. And you go. Do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You say yes, and then you can write your whole review. And, you, and please do because I really really love them. Uh, They make my day. You can also go read all of our like 80-something-plus reviews we have. They're very encouraging, if nothing else. Um, Word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So uh, definitely, definitely tell your friends about this. And if you want to make a little bit of money being an ambassador for the company, go check out merdicreative.co slash ambassador. You can actually make a little bit of commission if uh, people you make sales through your tracking link. So go check that out. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you want. One of the things that I did not talk about in this podcast that was literally why I was going to talk about this on the podcast is uh, our response to (sighs) Corvid. Come on, Colin. Focus here. We are having our employees work specifically in shifts that are designed to minimize their connection, contact with each other. Also, the the WHO and the CDC have both issued uh, approving warnings like faq questions about is it safe to touch packages that have come from places with CD- with coronavirus and the answer is yes it is safe to touch them the coronavirus is lives in respiratory droplets it doesn't live very long on packages we have no coronavirus confirmed cases that we know of in our area like milwaukee doesn't have really any so for all we know like so it's not going to be a problem at all as far as that goes so don't worry about getting your package from us it's going to be safe it's going to be clean we're working on our, doing our very best to make sure that everything we do here keeps people uh, healthy. So, you can also go read about that on our website. We have a little bu- bulletin available there. Um, if you want to hear more about a topic, though, send it my way. You can shoot me an email message. All of the usuals. I would love to talk about podcast topics with you guys. You can also leave something in the comments below, and I will do my best to get back to you. If you're looking for multiple binders, for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.